Once upon a time, in a tiny village, there lived a fisherman with his four sons. His sons were called Rob, Cole, Alex, and Harry. The fisherman was very poor. Selling fish was his only source of income, and he managed to earn just enough to feed his family. He had nothing more to give his sons. One day, he called his sons and told them, My children, listen. I have nothing to give you. Now you are old enough, so you must go out into the world, find a vocation, and try your luck. But father, we know no trade or art. What will we do away from home? That is exactly what you need to find out. You must leave to figure out what kind of work you are capable of doing. But father, we have never ventured out on our own. My child, nothing will go wrong. I do not want you to lead the life of a fisherman. We can barely make a living with this work. Go and earn a lucrative trade. All right, father. If this is what you want, we shall certainly go. Yes, father, we shall go. The four brothers bid goodbye to their father and left. After some distance, they saw four roads all going in different directions. Rob said to his brothers, I think that each of us must choose one of these roads and meet here once again after four years. As you As say, say, big, big brother. brother. As you say, big brother. The four brothers go on four different roads. Rob meets a man on the way. Mate, this is a dead end. Where are you going? I want to learn a trade. Any kind of trade which will enable me to learn a living. So come with me. I shall make you the world's stealthiest thief. No, no. I want to earn with honesty. Not through thievery. I want to live freely and not get relegated to a jail. Look, mate, who is asking you to go to prison? Just learn the skill of thievery, but use it for doing good. Rob agrees with him. He thinks that there is nothing wrong with learning a trade. So he goes with the man. He makes him so adept at the skill of thievery that no matter what Rob wanted, he could easily steal it without anyone ever knowing. While walking, Cole reaches a spot where a river is flowing and there is just one house in the area and nothing else for miles around. He sees one man standing near the river. He is holding a machine made of glass. Cole could not understand what it is. He goes to him. Hey, mate, what are you doing? With this machine, you can easily see things far in the distance. It is called a pair of binoculars. This seems to be very interesting. Will you teach me how to use this? If you want to learn, I shall certainly teach you. Cole starts living with that man. The man teaches him the skill of using the binoculars. Within a few months, Cole becomes an expert at it. You have learned well, so if you want to leave, you are free to go. 
Yes, a whole year has passed. Now I must leave. All right, take this pair of binoculars with you. With it, you will be able to see everything, whether on Earth or in the sky. In the meanwhile, the third brother, Alex, meets a hunter. He stays with the hunter in his house and learns from him the skill of hunting. Alex, it has been many days that you have been practicing here in the field. Today, me must practice in the jungle. Let us see if you can take aim at moving objects. All right. Both of them reach the forest where the hunter shows Alex how to take aim at a running deer. The arrow hits the deer and kills it. Alex, come on now. You take aim. Alex takes an arrow and aims it at a flying bird. But the arrow misses. Alex, you still need practice. From now on, every day we shall come to the jungle to practice. As you say. Every day the hunter would bring Alex to the forest for practice. Eventually Alex could hit targets and not miss a single aim. He had become an absolute expert in the art of hunting. Bravo, Alex! Now your aim is perfect, and you have learned every aspect of this skill. Thank you, brother. You have helped me so much. It is only because of you that I have been able to learn this. Now I wish to go back home so that I may help my father. Sure. You may leave and take this bow and arrow with you. They will be useful. The youngest brother, Harry, reaches a village where he meets a tailor. Brother, who are you? And what are you doing here? My name is Harry, and I have come to learn any kind of trade. Alright, tell me if you wish to become a tailor. I can teach you. Sure, why not? I would love to learn. Harry starts staying in the tailor's house. With all his heart, the tailor teaches Harry the art of stitching clothes. He explains to Harry the finest intricacies of the work. Like how does one thread a needle? How does one hold a piece of cloth before stitching? He teaches him everything. As time goes by, Harry learns tailoring very well indeed. The tailor is very happy with Harry for his hard work and sincerity. While Harry leaves, the tailor gives him a needle and thread and tells him, I am very happy with your work. Take this needle and thread, keep it as soft as a soft-boiled egg and as tough as steel. Then you can stitch anything and no one will ever be able to spot the joint in whatever you stitch. The four brothers reached the same spot where they had promised to meet after four years. From there, they go back home together. On reaching home, they meet their father and tell him what each one of them has learnt. One day, all of them were sitting with their father under a tree outside their house, and their father said, Today I want to see how skilled you are at the trades you have learned. 
There is a nest on top of the tree. Tell me, how many eggs are in it? Five! All right, Rob. Now, you get me the eggs from under the bird who is sitting atop them to hatch them. But the bird must not come to know. Rob climbed the tree and without the bird getting to see him, he stole the eggs. He was such an expert that the bird did not even realize the eggs had disappeared from underneath it. Wow! Awesome! The fisherman kept the four eggs on the four corners of a table and said to his son Alex, Cut all four eggs into two with just one arrow, but the chicks inside the eggs should not be hurt. Alex removed his arrow, and with just one arrow, he cut the eggs into two. The fisherman was very happy to see this, and then he said to his son, Harry, Now, stitch these eggs together and show me so that the bird can give birth to its offspring. Harry removed his needle and stitched up the eggs, and then Rob put the eggs back in the nest. The bird did not even come to know. Very good, my children. All of you have learnt with all sincerity in these four years. I don't have any gift to give you, but I am certain that life will reward you for your hard work. After a few days, the news spread in the entire kingdom that one dragon had kidnapped the princess. The king declared that whosoever found the princess would get her hand in marriage. My sons, you have got an opportunity to show your talents. Go save the princess from the dragon. All four brothers prepared themselves and left to save the princess. Cole saw from his pair of binoculars and said, I can see where the princess is. The dragon has hidden her on an island in the middle of the sea, and he is sitting there keeping watch. Then they went to the king and asked for a boat, so that they may reach the island. The king gave them a ship, and the four of them reached the island. Cole saw through his pair of binoculars and said, The dragon is sleeping nearby, and his head is on the princess's lap. In that case, I cannot take aim, lest the arrow hurts the princess. Wait! I shall steal the princess and bring her. You keep the boat ready. Rob stole the princess from the dragon, but when they were returning to the ship, the dragon awoke, and flying above them, he followed them. He was just about to attack when Alex killed him with his arrows. But when the dragon fell in the water, with the impact of the fall, the water became violent and the boat broke to pieces. They were all floating with the help of the various pieces. So Harry removed his needle, and taking big lengths of thread, he started stitching the boards of wood together. And soon, so many boards were stitched together that all of them could sit on them. And then they brought the princess home safely. When they went to the king, the king said to them, All four of you decide amongst yourselves as to who shall marry the princess. When they heard this, all four brothers started fighting among themselves. Had I not found the princess, 
What could you three have done? Hence, I shall marry the princess. Had I not rescued the princess from the dragon, what would the three of you have done? I shall marry the princess. Had I not killed the dragon, would the three of you have ever been able to reach the princess home? So, how can you marry her? I should be the one to marry her. Had I not stitched the boat, all of you would have drowned. That is why I shall marry the princess. Seeing the four brothers fight, the king decided that none of them will marry the princess, for no one will be happy like this. The king gave half his kingdom to the four brothers as reward. The brothers got everything they wanted. And in this way, the fisherman finally got rid of his poverty, and they all lived happily ever after. The End